And we're rolling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What Lurks on Channel X. So, everybody, um, welcome to October. October. <sighs> it is October. Pumpkin spice everything. I, you know, I kind of OD on the pumpkin. I, I kind of, you know, every year I, I overindulge on the pumpkin. I think we all do. This, this is the only time of the year you can get pumpkin. Yes. And it's like pumpkin spice coffee, pumpkin pie, pumpkin this. We're, we're actually starting Pumpkin to... Pop-Tarts. I saw pumpkin Pop-Tarts the other day. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're really eh, not that great. Mm. Yeah. Got to try them, though. I know. I, try. Honestly. He, he makes I'm, some amazing pumpkin chicken. Yeah, I make good pumpkin chicken. Do you? Mm-hmm. I make I make it like uh, like sweet and sour chicken, mm-hmm. where I batter it. I use actual like uh, pumpkin flavored pancake batter to dip the chicken and then deep fry that. It's, I don't think I could handle that right now with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're up and able. Well, you don't you you, you, don't, eat, you don't eat sweet and sour chicken from Chinese sweet and sour chicken. Uh, I can't handle Chinese food with the medication oh. I'm on. Oh, okay. You know, uh, that's, so it's not that's, Asian. That's, that's what I mean by uh, it's not Asian friendly. Gotcha. Y- yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, basically. Um, now I want more. So yeah, welcome to October, everybody. It is the month of Halloween. It is our favorite time of year for all three of us. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the besides the holidays and everything like that, and everything, the weather perfect. It's Perfect. exactly, yeah. I, I'm wearing t- boots right now. Yeah, today is the day, you know, that it's like it feels it in the air. It's mm-hmm. That's crispness in oh, the yeah. air. It's just beautiful fall day. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful fall day. Yeah. I so. am nice and cozy in my pink zombie boots. So we are enjoying the weather. I hope everybody else is. You know what's really good at this time of year is a fire. A nice, warm, crackling fire. Under somebody's feet. Well, I'm trying to give you a segue. And you're not. Yeah, I have myself a fireplace at home. Uh, did you ever stand in it? Because if you did, you would know what it felt like to be a witch in the 1600s. I try not to get 1700s. Too close. I try 18- not to get too close. Uh, 1800s. Hell, nowadays, it still goes on. Really? It does. We've we haven't gotten past that point. No, no, we have not gotten past at that point. Mm-mm. But it does, and we will discuss that today. Yes, we will explain. There actually is a modern day witch hunt happening right now. There are people right now, right now, right now, at this yeah. moment, at this moment. Yes, there is yes. a modern day witch hunt happening, and the numbers will blow your mind. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. But uh, uh, I think what we should do before we before we do that, before we get to that, let's let's go back. Let's go back a few. We're centuries. gonna get in the time machine. Yeah, we're gonna the get. We're gonna get in, in the a few millennia. Yeah, refrigerator in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> let's hop in that, and we're going back. We're gonna start with. Um, very briefly, give us an overview of where the witch hunts began. I mean, well, first off, witchcraft is really any any nature based religion is what we call it now. Now, yeah, I yes. mean, it, it's what, we it's call what it it's now. always been. Actually, yes, it's what it's always been. It, we it, call it, it witchcraft. Started as like folk magic. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the belief when we were back 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 in the day when we were a farming society. Yes, you know when it was all about the crops and the crops were life and the crops is what maintained everybody. You know, um, they used magic, they used spells, they used all these 
crazy fertility rights and mm-hmm. other things. Tribal to make society sure, yeah, turned tribal into yeah. tribal society turned into farming society, and the traditions continued. Yeah, I mean back when back when I mean especially because we they they worshipped a goddess because mm-hmm. the goddess was the giver of life, and and, and that's you know kind of. I well, they worshipped a lot of different. They, gods. they worshipped a lot of gods. A lot but, of different gods. But the main thing was a goddess. There was usually a horned god who lived mm-hmm. on the earth, and the goddess Pan, who created the earth. Pan was one of those. Yeah, um, I mean, so many came out of yes. the horned god. But I mean, that's essentially where we all started. Was that there was a goddess and a god, which mm-hmm. you know makes perfect sense, man, woman, whatever. Um, but and then the Christians fucked it up. The Christians fucked it up. The Christians came, like they do anything. Yeah, the Christians showed up and uh, they decided and that put, like, the only way charge. they tried to eradicate, they tried to uh, uh, turn everyone to to Jesus, and it didn't work. <laughs> so what they did was they, I mean, they mostly, they indoctrinated the world into believing that that was the devil. Yeah, they, all, they, they, they called they anything. God yeah, anything that evil. wasn't anything that wasn't part of the Christian religion, they transformed and turned it into either good for them or evil. Right, like Easter was the uh, celebration of all of Easter or, or a stair or a couple different words. Uh, you know, it's, it begins with an A, if I'm right. Well, that's one of them. Yeah, Astara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a couple different translations of the word, and that was a. It was a pagan tradition of celebrating the the spring, just now, like Christmas was a pagan religion. Yes, it was. Yeah, it originally. was one of the one of the main things of, of uh, one of the big things of Christmas was it was a time because of the weather specifically, the Vikings would come home in December, right? And they would all their pillaging, all their they rummaging, would. forage, everything that they, they would all come home in December because if they got stuck out at sea or if they got stuck out somewhere, they were dead. They, could, they wouldn't be able to survive in yeah. that time. So it became a tradition. Come a certain time of year, come end of November, you November, you would start heading home. Right. And everybody would be home around the end of the year. And you would bring all your treasures and all yep. the things that you stole. And those were and gifts. it was usually in a big sack. Yeah. <laughs> and all the they Vikings didn't, had they didn't exactly have <laughs> They didn't exactly have banker's boxes at the time. They, so. they weren't asking paper or plastic? plastic no, no. It was just big, big gully sacks. <laughs> Gully sacks, whatever the fuck they're called, <laughs> and it would, and they would bring their, they would bring their spoils of spoils home to their families, and their families would would have something to live on until they returned again, right. right? Which was usually in the spring when they left, they'd go back out again. Yeah. And once was, the weather started getting better, it, they would <clears throat> go back out into the world, and they would, you know, pillage some more, and then, and and that's really where. That's one of the beginnings of the Christmas tradition because Jesus was not born in December. No, it was no, from what from what I understand, the historians have put it like the historians have said if he existed at all, because there's really no records to say that Jesus existed. There's no records. You'd think that somebody who's performing miracles, people would be writing about him everywhere, but there was only there's only two or three well, the thing is, written he, accounts. He, he, performing miracles, Jesus should have been Considered a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. At that time. Well, no, I don't know about I don't know about no, a witch they, at the they time. Were still they part really of the, the the folk magic. Time. Yeah, it was still a thing. It really they didn't really. It was Roman times. It, no, it was Roman times. Oh, he just 
fuck that. He's not a Caesar, so we don't care about him. He's not a Caesar. He's, if anything, he's a, a, a traitor. Because, and that's how the Romans saw him as a traitor. And they, want, they wanted to kill him because he was, he, he was going to cause an uprising and, over, and possibly overthrow the Roman Empire. And we can't have that. Mm. Right. You know, this man is being hailed, as, hailed by people as great, but he's not Roman. He's not a Caesar. He's a Jew. And Jews are slaves. Yeah. So the fact that he's, you know, but at the same time, the Jews didn't believe in him either. The, the Jews believed him to be heretical. Right. Because they didn't believe there's no son of God. There's no human form of God. The Jews did not believe that at all. No. So he was also, he was heretical to them. So they didn't even believe in him. And then a bunch of other people did. Yeah. See, here's, here's, something that, here's something that I've always kind of felt. There was a prophecy of this man who would ride the mule into you know, the, the right, uh, the eastern doorway or whatever. And, you know, it was a whole, there was a prophecy that foretold that this would happen. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Right. He followed that exactly. And that's why they say, well, he's the savior. But no, the truth is that the rabbis around him raised him, telling him, you are the prophecy. So on this, at this time, you must ride a mule into the left. <laughs> they, they literally raised him. So he was a scholar of these prophecies. Of the prophecies. He knew everything he had to do step by step in order to be. So he was like a con, con artist. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. This the, is the, what he yeah, was the, raised. The, this is well, how he was raised. He was told to do this like, by everyone. Those you know are the missing saying. years. Those are the missing years from yes. when he was... When they were yeah. training him to be the Messiah. Correct. Yeah. They taught him everything he did. Taught right. him, this is what you have to do. Right. Because you are the Messiah. And this is what the prophecy states you will do. So he did it. So if, if he had done it on his own and he hadn't been and he didn't have that 20-year gap... Yeah. Of well, where is Jesus? There's nothing written about him because right. he was training in seminary. Yeah, <laughs> he was in exactly, seminary school. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know, and they were telling him what he would do. Over time, um, it became the Roman Catholic Church because he because the those people did eventually essentially become the the downfall of the Roman Empire, and the Romans believed well, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> And the Romans wanted to stay in power, and they did a very good job of it by becoming going from the Roman Empire to the Roman Catholic Church. Right. That's essentially what they did. They just, fuck it, fine. We'll run the religion, and it'll be us, and we'll do it, and we'll stay in power that way. Right. And that's what they did. And in order to do that, they had to eliminate all of these pagan traditions, because the Roman Empire had that sort of power. They lost some wars along the way and everything, yeah. and they, and yeah. they, they evolved. They evolved with time and just went with it. Well, I think more than they eliminated. I'm, I'm the simplifying. They, I'm they, vastly they simplifying took traditions. Yeah, and just modified. And they them. renamed them. Yeah, and they renamed them. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, just one thing that people don't know. One people. Uh, how many people can you ask and say when is Easter? How many people can tell you when Easter is? Every year, it's a different day. It's yeah, a different it's, time. It's sometimes like the beginning of the month. Sunday sometimes the end. Or I don't know. It's it, it it jumps from month to month. Uh, Easter upon- is determined upon, and this is this here. This is very very Christian of them. Uh, Easter is determined as the first Sunday after the first full moon 
of spring. So that, 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 you know, just straightens it all out. Yeah. Very Christian. <laughs> so who, who like literally sits around and is just like, oh, well, let me figure out when these holidays are this year. I mean, like my office, well, somebody my office does. has to do that. I mean, and that's freaking able to hard. Do that. And she's just going by like, she has to Google it. Like yeah. this person is literally like, yes. okay, first moon of the spring. Spring because, is starts at this date. Because that's when the they first, had the celebration. It's, 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 the, first, uh, the first Sunday after the first full moon of spring. That's when they had the spring celebration. Right. Right. Because it was the new moon, the first new moon in spring. That's when we had the celebration. Right. That doesn't sound like anything to do with Jesus. No, but wait, okay. But then if you're saying that, like, is it literally like, well, I mean, whatever day we call spring, I guess it's April something. Like, whatever year. We have a day that we call officially the first day of spring. The equinox. The equinox. Yes. Right. So they had the, their own equinox. And then yes, they, they had like, specific dates that the equinox was set. Okay. Because it was based on the sun. Right. When the sun was in a certain place in the, in the sky. And that's how they, yeah. and they, had, yeah. they had calendars. They had time. They knew what mm, day it was. I don't know. This just seems like crazy to me. That because they, they, poor monks they made their the time, they made their time between the sun, the moon. between the sun and the moon. Yeah. That's how they told their time. The crops were generally by, by the moon. As much as they, you know, and then it became it became the solar calendar later with the Gregorian, and that's oh, when don't we started start talking calendars. That's sort of, yeah, but minute. whatever. Uh, but that's how the that's how the Easter celebration was determined. First full moon after the first Sunday, uh, the first yeah, the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. And that was the celebration every year, and they couldn't get them to stop doing it. No, so they just. They just, turned it into yeah. their own a religion. Reason. Hell, they went so far. They created the entire Easter celebration. Um, where do the Easter eggs come from? Cruelty. Eh. Does anybody know where Easter eggs come from? Mm, the whole the chicken, the Easter chicken. <laughs> um, the the Easter okay, bunny. There was a folk. Them. Now, now <laughs> I know, of- we're getting a little we're getting a little off topic here, but I'm going to tell this real fast so that this way because. Halloween is the same exact thing. Halloween was this is a celebration of Samhain. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in Easter was uh, there was a folk tale where there was a there was a rabbit crossing uh, it was right coming up on the Easter celebration. Uh what they do is they give gifts to the goddess Right. Thanking her for the new year, for good crops, for Asking you know for surviving, good good, for surviving yeah. from the surviving the winter, surviving and, the winter, and yes. praying for a good summer, and, uh, and, spring. And the summer and the spring is the rebirth, new life, new right. year, new everything. Right. There was a little bunny rabbit, and the bunny rabbit did not know what to give the goddess because again, it's a folk tale, so everything is anthropomorphized. Right. right. Everything's anthropomorphic. Um, the little rabbit didn't know what to give the uh, the goddess for spring. He had nothing, and he was coming across. He was walking across a field, trying to think of what type of gift. And he comes across a robin's egg that had fallen out of a nest. A nest, and he decided that this egg was the symbol of new life. So he presented this egg to the goddess at the celebration. And that's where the egg comes from. It is the perfect symbol of new life. And since and and since robin's eggs, I think robin's blue. eggs are like blue with little yep. spots, so it was very right. pretty. Um, they're also hard to find. 
<laughs> you know, and they're very small. Everybody being farmers, they use chicken's eggs and they would paint them up to look like robin's eggs or whatever. They would paint them to look a certain way so right. they would be presentable well, to they the would goddess. Dye them more than paint. Whatever, dye, paint, however they did it, they would yeah. color them to, you know, to make them present like a robin's egg. Right. Okay. This was a tradition that they couldn't break. So every year, the Christians would show up in town, and uh, now this was scattered, wasn't like all over the place, but it was one, one, one place specifically. Uh, a, a group of Christians showed up into a town maybe a week or two early, and they would steal all the eggs, all the chickens' eggs, so that the pagans couldn't have their festival. Right. They had nothing to give. They would steal the, the egg was a big part of the festival, so they would steal all the chickens' eggs. But then they and, and they would hide them. They'd hide them so they couldn't have their festival. So the pagans turned it into a tradition where they would send the children out to find the eggs because if the parents, because if the adults went out looking for the eggs, the Christians would fight them. They're not going to harm the children. So right. they sent the children out to find the eggs, and that became the Easter egg hunt. It also probably had something to do with the small hands, and they could go yes, they could get into little crevices. Yes, they could get that. underneath wherever they would hide them, and that's where the Easter egg hunt came from. Every year they knew the Christians were going to hide the eggs on them, so they would send the kids out to find the eggs, bring the eggs back, and they would have their celebration. The pagans constantly looked at the brighter side of everything. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Because beyond just the celebration, these eggs are our, their food. Yeah. Yeah. They are, this is our chickens. They they were, uh, they were money. This was everything. So beyond, so when those eggs were missing, they had no eggs anymore. They, they, they had nothing to s- They have nothing to trade. They had nothing to sell. Yeah. You know, this yeah, is they an were entire also money. Yeah. Yes, this is an entire portion of their monetary system of their money and, and trade that is now gone for the next month or so before all these chickens can replenish. Right. Yeah. So they had to find these eggs. They had to live on them. Yeah. You know, and that's where the Easter egg hunt comes from. <laughs> so when it comes to Halloween now. Uh, one of the things is that they believed that um, we had on Halloween, the uh, All Hallows Eve. This is the night that spirits can walk the earth. The tribes and the, the, the families, the pagans and everything, they could say goodbye to everyone. Everyone who died over the who died over the year, this was part of the celebration. The, the, they would say goodbye to everyone. Right. Um, it would also be the end of end of their crops for the year. This was the death of the year. It was the Samhain celebration? It was the end right. of everything. It was the end, and now we're going to go into hibernation, and we then go into, into the darkness, and then yes. we celebrate the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the since they were the the. Uh, uh, um, since the spirits could walk the earth, that also means that bad spirits can walk the earth. So what the what they would do is uh, two things that they two things that they would do. Well, one thing they would do with two purposes. Uh, one was the bad spirits could walk, so they dressed up. They wore these costumes, one to ward off the bad spirits, right, and two, the good spirits that were stuck here would leave. And they would move on. Because they didn't recognize them. Because they didn't recognize, because they thought they, they would see all of these horrible faces, these scary 
things walking around. Right. And they would move on to their next plane, the, the, the spirits who were stuck walking. Right. They would basically scare them off so that they could... So they would scare them off or, you know... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we, I think we talked about it. We touched on it last year. You know, that's where also where the jack-o'-lanterns came from. Yes. They would make the scary faces of mm-hmm. light to, to ward off the evil spirits. And, and take the good spirits and lead them. Yeah, and lead them. They would follow the light. Yes. Right. So this is where the... And, and so because they couldn't stop this, they just decided to call it evil because we're dre- they're dressing as evil. They're dressing as scary. So they must be making a deal with the devil. Rather than scaring or warding off the devil, even though they don't believe in the devil. Right. The devil is a Christian concept. Mm-hmm. This comes from Christianity. That's the devil. And the truth is, they're, the, the, this whole devil thing, it's bullshit. Okay? <laughs> Hell... Is not for people. Hell is not made for human. Here, listen. Let's put it this way: the let's devil. Let's break it down according to Manning. Yes, according to Manning. The devil. Hell, according to Manning. Mm-hmm. The devil felt that people, that God held human beings in too high regard. Okay. Mm-hmm. He gave them, gave human beings the choice. To decide what they free wanted, will. Free, free will, will. to decide yeah. if we want to believe in, even though that's bullshit too, because technically God has a fucking plan. That doesn't sound like free will no, free to me. Free will is not a plan. No. Yeah, no. Um, devil felt that God gave too much to the human beings, and He put them in higher regard than the angels because the angels knew that He existed. The angels had to be subservient to Him. He didn't tell us that He actually existed. He made gave us the option to believe or not and this is where the god and god and the devil got their rift that's where they're you know so he turned on god saying that no you're fuck you and fuck these people mm-hmm. these monkeys basically and that's where they're <laughs> so god a bunch of angels took the devil's side and god kicked them out and they went to what we call hell right that is the domain of where the devil went to now, you as a person, you're a bad person. Really? Me? You. You're terrible. You are the worst of the worst. Why would the devil care about punishing you for disobeying God's law? If anything... He would celebrate it. Yes. If anything, you're on his side. You're with him. You disobeyed God's law. Why would he punish you? What does he give a fuck about you? Hell is made for angels. Hell was for the angels that disobeyed God. They would go to hell. Right. That's what, and in the Bible, has nothing about human beings going to hell. There is something similar to purgatory, but it's not purgatory. Something similar to purgatory. But eventually, all people, all humans can go to heaven because we have free will. We have the ability to say no to God, and then when we get there, we can repent. So it's almost like when they started selling Christianity, it was like, oh, man, if you do all these good things and the you're a story- good person, you go to paradise with God yes. after you die. Yes. And then some asshole was like, well, no. what? It comes from, <laughs> there's the, the whole idea of hell that we know of as hell, that Christians believe, Christians and Catholics and everything believe in hell, comes from purgatory and Dante's, Infer- Dante's Inferno and uh, all of that. No, but right, before, before yeah. that, like, they, they didn't have a The plan. Divine Comedy. Like, when that one asshole no, who was like, no, 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 but this what is, if no, I'm not a good it person? Didn't, no, it didn't exist. You would fall to God's wrath, and that's it. That was it? No, God would punish you. 
not the devil. You wouldn't go to hell. God would punish you. He would make your crops fail. He would let your wife and children would get get plagues, plagues on earth. That came because we disobeyed the Lord. Right. He punished you on earth. I mean, he punished your life. That makes more sense to me. Where it's like, okay, if I'm a good person, then I'm gonna, you know, enjoy a good life. That God's gonna bless me. Yes. And if you're a bad person, God will punish you, and you will have a bad life. The problem with that is in everything is that you know bad things happen to good people. Well, no, but that's me. the thing. You're but that's the me. thing. When bad things happen to good people, people, everybody got together and said, "No, you did something to anger the Lord." Well, no, I guess and that's then the what they would, from. but but then what they would Somebody do is, well, but what they would do then is, if they felt that God was punishing, they would sacrifice something to God. Right. They would do something. Right. They were doing God's will by purging the earth of evil. So that made them good people. The whole hell thing comes from the Divine Comedy and and Purgatorio. And, I know I read it. I wrote all, a college that's paper. That's where on it. that's where it comes from. The levels of hell comes from this story. Comes from these two right. stories. Literature. Literature. Be, one of them was actually uh, I forget which one it is. One of them was an al- was an allegory about the hell that he's living in because his wife died. The other one was allegory about the Caesar. And he called it the devil instead of the Caesar, because if they called him the Caesar, he'd be he'd be killed for it. Oh, isn't this. that Faust? Faust? No, but Faust is also Faust. part of Faust is the yeah. the man who makes a deal with the devil. Yeah, okay. No, uh, but yes, but no. Yeah. That's another story that created the devil. The devil walks among the earth and he tempts you, and you must have made a deal with the devil. So that makes you a witch. And that's where all of this comes. It comes from literature. From literature that human beings wrote because if they had told the, if they had used the actual names of what they were going to, they would have been killed by the Roman Empire or they would have been called heretical. Right. Or whatever. They'd be put to death for it. Plain and simple. And this is where they get, uh, this is where we get the view of hell from. Right. Fire and That's it. It's not from the Bible. It's not from the Bible at all. Now, it would be interesting to know when these were written, because I have some dates mm-hmm. that apply back to the witchcraft. Okay. Um, so it would be interesting to compare that. I mean, I know we don't have that information. But back in December of 1484, mm-hmm. um, this is essentially when the church agreed, A, witches exist, and B, it is your God-given duty to destroy them. Yeah. Um, Pope Innocent VIII. Um, Doesn't sound like he was going to be very innocent for long. No. He has a lot of blood on his hands. Yeah. Um, was issued a papal, issued a papal bull. Papal. Papal bull, whatever. Um, that literally recognized the existence of witches and gave full papal, papal approval for yeah. the Inquisition. The Pope. Yeah. The Pope gave the him. The Pope gave. Papal, yes. And, you know, I mean, not to touch too early on this, but, um... Heinrich Kramer, mm-hmm. the guy who wrote the, what is this book name? I'm never going to get it right. I don't know. Mala, whatever. Ma- oh, Malus Maleficarum. Yeah. Now, apparently, this papal bull was a response to his request for it. Mm-hmm. So, this is essentially when women, when women, when witches were deemed mm-hmm. to be true, to be real. Yes. And this is what you were to do with them. And he wrote the Malus Maleficarum mm-hmm. as that. The Malus Maleficarum was the witch hunter's Bible. It was literally a book that gave you um, 
uh, uh, basically guidelines for how to spot a witch. Right. How to know if they, you know, the different things that they would do to prove that someone was a witch. And then how to punish them accordingly. How to interrogate them to get, because before they could kill them, before you put them to death, they must admit that they are a witch. They must say it, and then they must ask for forgiveness. And beyond that, even if they admitted that they were a witch during torture, they would have to confess again later when they were not under duress. Yes, yes. Yeah, so they would do. They would confess under torture, and then before they're put to death, they have to confess again before a tribunal. Just sitting there, sitting in a room, you have to confess before the priests that you were a witch, yeah, and that you made a pact with the devil and blah blah blah. The truth is, though, a lot of these people under torture, you'll say anything to get them to stop. Correct. Then when you get to the tribunal, you don't admit it. You go back to torture. And most of them were not put to death. They were just tortured to death. They were starved. Yeah. They, uh, most of them died from starvation because yep. they just sat in a, in a chamber yeah, well, for I mean, months that, on that's end. That's the scary part of all this where it's like even if you did confess and say that you were completely working with your torturers and you named three other people, mm-hmm. um, they can promise you you're not going to be put to death. We're not going to execute you. Yeah. You're going to be fine. Just tell us who you practice with. And you would turn in your neighbors, turn in your brothers, your sisters, your uh-huh. mothers, your fathers. Your and now this children. is in Europe. This um, is in, in both Europe. Europe and this so. is mostly yeah. Europe and that we're discussing. Still put yeah. You in a guillotine. Yeah. yeah. And then they would literally put you in jail. Mm-hmm. And what they would say was, "Oh, well, I told you I wouldn't kill you. I didn't tell you I wasn't going to leave you in jail to rot on bread and water." Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean. And they would just starve them. And to they death. just starve them. Yeah. And that's that started in Europe in. Um, the, he, the first person, no, earlier than that, that? um, it's actually Heinrich Kramer was one, we made the very first attempt at prosecuting an alleged witch in 1484. Okay. Um, he was not successful Hmm. and was actually expelled from the territory and dismissed as a senile old man. Yeah. Which is what happened a lot. Yeah. A lot. It happened a lot. And then over time. You and keep at it long enough. This, after this, he reached out to the Pope, and the Pope is it wrote that papal, papal, papal. Yes. I'm never going to get that right. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> um, papal bull. Uh-huh. It is bull. Um, and that's essentially. Then two years later, he wrote the book, uh-huh. and he included the papal sta- papal statement mm-hmm. um, in the very front of the book. Yeah. So essentially, 1484 is what yeah. we're looking at. So basically, whoever, and what happened then, whoever was bestowed with a copy of this book meant you were an official witch hunter sanctioned by the Pope. So there was a bunch of these guys who went around and they would go from town to town and they would just start looking for witches. And they would come in, look, here's my, the Pope says I'm allowed to do this, so if you don't listen to me, yeah. then you're a heretic. Yeah, and literally, the, the the big thing about this now is the printing press mm-hmm. was already created. Yeah. And the so... First, the first book first. that came out of that was the, the Bible. Gutenberg Bible. The second one was probably this. More than um, likely, Between yes. 1574 and yeah. 1669, it was republished a total of 16 times. Um, and it is actually at one point during the height of, of the witch trials, it was actually the second most popular book to the Bible. Yeah. So that's how Christianity took hold. 
they printed their their books. Yep. Yeah. That's how they took hold. You wonder how did it spread as is. It was the only book that could be that could be reprinted over and over and over again exactly word for it's word. Like, it's <laughs> like the church had the patent on the printing press. Yes. Yeah. Yes, almost. Yeah. They I I I think they I, did. I, did they? I think they did. Oh, I, it's I possible. strongly suspect that's, that's, that they had, you know, um, yeah. and the Gutenberg Bible was the first book <clears throat> printed and then like she said the the Malus Maleficarum was probably the second and this could be done many 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 times so everybody could read it and it wasn't just word of mouth or somebody writing and misinterpreting this was officially in oh, writing, well, I mean, every copy was the same yeah. now. And he was really smart about it. Where like the way he he set the book up is essentially it's in three different sections. Um, the first one is for the clergy, mm-hmm. and it's all of the arguments against the fact that witches are not real. Okay. It literally refutes all of the critics and all of the different arguments that they'll have against the fact that witches are real. Okay. The second part is the foundation for the third part. But pretty much it's describing all the different forms of witchcraft mm-hmm. and the remedies for it. Then the third is for the judges and the inquisitors. Yeah. And it's all about how, to remove. number one, it removes the burden. It talks them through the process of actually doing this yeah. to another human being. And number two, it lays out exactly step by step how you would have a trial for witches. Yeah. So essentially now he's, he has this mm-hmm. book. It's for the clergy. It's for the, cl- it's for the courts. Yeah. So this, basically this one witch hunter, mm-hmm. say you were a witch hunter, you could go from town to town, you go right to the church, and you hand them this book, and it tells them what they need to do. And the Pope says you need to do it. Right. So, he didn't, so you didn't have to have a specific tribunal or anything. You would just walk in, say, here, this comes from the Pope, I'm working for him, I'm one of his people, I am a witch hunter. And he would I believe basically, you have a witch problem. Here's how he I know would, that you have a witch problem. He would dub all of the priests here's, of the here's local. Here's what we do. Yeah, yeah, all of the local priests in this town that had no idea that this even existed because word didn't travel. This guy got showed up on a horse one day and it said, here, like I, they had here's a computer. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have the internet. <laughs> no. There was no internet. Uh, yeah, so this guy would show up in your town with the Couldn't papal Google seal. Nothing. Yeah, with the papal seal and dub like dub badge. all of you, all of the people in the church, give them power. And what person doesn't turn power turn down power? You know, the church now had carte blanche to do I mean, and say what they wanted. If there was a woman in town who was she was a slut. Oh, my wife cheated on me. She's a witch. Literally, shit yeah. like that would happen if the the bishop or the the priest's wife cheated, or his daughter was out there with people he didn't want them with. She must be a witch, yeah. and we can put him oh, on trial. They would find that. any Anytime reason. Anything bad happened, like oh god, you know your little village has a crop problem, problem with the crops. There must be a witch. Yeah, there must be a witch. Yeah, it and came. and if it didn't work with that woman, oh well, there's another one. It's got to be someone else. There's another one. It, it they, was like they the must ultimate have solution. It was the ultimate yeah. get out of jail free card. Yeah, you could do any, anything that. Yeah. Anything that they didn't agree with that you did, well, now the church, the local the local church would now have full power over everyone in town, because now I'm going to kill we we can kill you and the and the pope says we're allowed to kill you yeah you know if you so, don't give me permission to kill yeah. so even that the people person, in town who you. were not following the religion, all right they must be witches. That's it. They must be witches. That there, explains yeah, it. The Pope the, says that you're a witch. All right, that explains lot, it. Uh, there wasn't a lot of room for free thinking. None either. whatsoever. No. No. 
So that's and, and if that's where that came from. were free thinking, then that's usually when you were a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where all that Basically. started. And this started in Europe in would you say 1490? 1484. Four, 1484 is where it started. Is when the, it was the Pope gave the yes. And that spread across Europe and... I have numbers. Yes, over uh, nearly two... They, they essentially, the, the 200,000, The was main it? brunt of, of the trials took place between 1590 mm-hmm. and 1630. So he made this seal in 1486. 1484. 1484. Took almost 100 years for this to... Go around the world. To get mm-hmm. around... Which is relatively short. Yes. For that back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, they... persistence is the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's said, it. I mean, you and know. And essentially, I mean, 100,000 to 200,000 people mm-hmm. were accused. And, um, and at least half of them were killed. Yeah. So anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people were killed in Europe mm-hmm. during the times of these witch trials. Yeah. Um. I want to get into uh, now Europe is that's huge. Yeah, that's huge, and that's all you need to say. This was hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people were killed. Yeah, I mean, in Europe, it didn't start actually declining until 1750. Mm-hmm. That's like 1650 to 1750 is when they started seeing the decline. Yeah, and so you still have another hundred years mm-hmm. of it slowing well, down. It slowed down in 1650, and then it arrived in America in yeah. 1662. Yep. That's when it started. Yeah, that's when here. it spread to. Yeah. Um, it started in America in 1662. And uh, there is a pretty detailed account of everything from that point forward because now the printing press has been around for a while. And we record everything here in this country. Yeah, because yeah. we, brought, we brought the technology from the old world and brought it here. Yeah, I as think that's we why colonized. The, uh, the American culture is so comprehensive with mm-hmm. the history. Um, Good parts and bad. Yeah. Um, because we've the had- people who founded the country and all of settlers realized that if you want to run a cohesive government, everybody needs to be informed on what's happening. In Europe, you had different kings and you had dukes and you had you know, all these different levels of people that could make their own rules and make their own laws as they saw fit because the next town had no idea what was happening there. Right. They decided if they wanted to create their new free and open society, then information had to be shared. So we have records. Um, And I'd like to get into the story of the first witch trials here in America that started in 1600s. In late March 1662... John and Bethia Kelly grieved over the body of their eight-year-old daughter inside their Hartford, Connecticut home. Little Elizabeth had been fine just days before when she returned home with a neighbor, good wife Ayers. The distraught parents, grasping at any explanation for their loss, saw the hand of the devil at work. The parents were convinced that Elizabeth had been fatally possessed by Goody Ayers. The Kellys testified that their daughter first took ill the night after she returned home with her neighbor, and that she exclaimed, Father, Father, help me, help me. Goodwife Ayers is upon me. She chokes me. She kneels on my belly. She'll break my bowels. She pinches me. She'll make me black and blue. After Elizabeth's death, accusations of bewitchment flew, and fingers were pointed at numerous townspeople. 
hysteria gripped Hartford, a town that a generation before had witnessed the first execution of a suspected witch in the American colonies. Alice Young of Windsor, Connecticut, was sent to the gallows erected in Hartford's Meeting House Square, now the site of Connecticut's Old State House, on May 26, 1647. Witchcraft was one of 12 capital crimes decreed by Connecticut's colonial government in 1642. The legal precedent cited by the devoutly Puritan colonists was of divinely higher order. Biblical passages such as Exodus 22.18, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live, and Leviticus 20.27, A man, also or woman, that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. After Young's public hanging, at least five other Connecticut residents met a similar fate. However, it was in Hartford in 1662, 30 years before the Salem witch trials, that a witch hunt hysteria took hold, resulting in seven trials and four executions. Shortly after Elizabeth Kelly's death, a pious Anne Cole suddenly became afflicted, shaking violently and spouting blasphemy. According to one contemporary account, Cole was taken with strange fits, wherein she, or rather the devil, held a discourse for a considerable time. Cole blamed her bewitchment on neighbor Rebecca Greensmith, described by one townsperson as a lewd, ignorant, considerably aged woman, and others already suspected of witchcraft in the Kelly case. The accused began to accuse others, and even their spouses, of being the true witches. In what became a vicious circle, neighbors began testifying against neighbors. Goody Iyer's husband, perhaps in an attempt to save his wife, joined the chorus of Greensmith's accusers. The most damning testimony supposedly came from Greensmith herself, who reportedly admitted to having a familiarity with the devil, and said that at Christmas they would have a merry meeting to form a covenant. Greensmith implicated her husband and said she had met in the woods with seven other witches, including Goody Iyer's, Mary Sanford, and Elizabeth Seeger. Neighbors testified that they saw Seeger dancing with other women in the woods and cooking mysterious concoctions in black kettles. Two of the suspects, likely the Greensmiths, were subjected to the swimming test in which their hands and feet were bound and they were cast into the water to test the theory that witches are unable to sink. After they were tried, the Greensmiths were indicted for not having the fear of God before thine eyes. Thou hast entertained familiarity with Satan, the grand enemy of God, and mankind, and by his help hast acted things in a preternatural way. The court's verdict, according to the law of God and the established law of this commonwealth, thou deserves to die. Rebecca Greensmith had confessed in open court. Nathaniel Greensmith had protested his innocence, but they both met the same fate, the noose. Sanford was also sent to the gallows. After their executions, Cole reportedly was restored to health. Ayers fled Hartford, while Seeger was finally convicted of witchcraft in 1665, although the governor reversed the verdict the following year. Mary Barnes of Farmington, Connecticut, was also swept up in the region's witch hunt and executed along the Greensmiths. The four executions of suspected witches in Hartford were to be Connecticut's last. Another hysteria broke out in Fairfield, Connecticut in 1692, but none of those convicted met death. Connecticut held its final witch trial in 1697, a half century after Alice Young's execution. During that period, there were 46 prosecutions and at least seven executions. 
Descendants of some of those 11 colonists are seeking posthumous pardons and apologies similar to those that occurred in Massachusetts for victims of the Salem witch trials. Previous resolutions in the Connecticut legislature, however, have not come out of committee, and the state's Board of Pardons and Paroles has also had a policy of not granting posthumous pardons. The descendants are now pressing for a gubernatorial proclamation to clear the names of their ancestors. So even to this day, they still will not pardon those witches. Right. To this day. Really? They're still, claim, they're still calling these people saying, nope, we're not going to let them go. Because it's almost as though the government has to, has to admit that they were stupid and wrong. That's crazy, because you know the Salem witches were actually pro- pro- like proclaimed yes, innocent they were. 300 years after, on the 300th anniversary. Well, apparently, Connecticut does not feel like pardoning anyone. Well, to asshole. each their own, but... <laughs> That's one way of putting it. To each their own. To each their own. Uh, you know, uh, it's amazing how stupid people can be and ignorant. You know, I mean... And yes, there's a difference between stupidity and ignorance. Uh, yeah. And this is a combination of both. Well, I, I think it was ignorance then. Now it's stupidity. Yeah. Well, the, I think the, then it was the, just ignorance. It was, ignorance. Was, was, was back only, in the day. Yeah, you but only the fact knew that what we keep, you were told, really. Yeah, I yeah. mean, a pope was... A pope's <clears throat> signed off on all the things mm-hmm. that they did. And again, know? like I said, Jesus was raised. Yeah. yeah, you are the Messiah, and this is what you must do. Yeah. So he did it. Yeah. These people, same thing. The church says this is what you do, so they did it. Yeah, and that's yeah. it because that's all they knew. Religion, their 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 farming and their religion was everything to them. Right, gaining God's approval was life or death. Yeah. yeah. And when and they by letting started, the devil in, it let in all the bad stuff. So why would you? So those folks who let the devil in. Had to be purged. <sighs> Moving a little forward. Yeah. We had the Salem witch trials then. Hmm. Um, I think there were 27 people executed. 14. I mean, yeah, 20, sorry. 20. 20? 20 people were executed, 14 were women, and 6 were men. Mm-hmm. Now this... An additional 5 people, like we talked about earlier, died in prison, including 2 infants. Yeah. The Salem witch trials were very interesting in the fact that these ex- the, a lot of these accusations didn't come from the witch hunter. No. They came from two little girls. Sorry. You were that little girl. <laughs> I was that little girl. Yeah. They came from two little girls. The day. Betty Paris, who was nine, and her cousin Abigail, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, in January, February of 1692, they began having fits. They screamed things, threw things, made strange sounds, crawled under furniture, contorted themselves... And complained of being pinched or pricked with pins. Um, the doctor was called, and when he couldn't diagnose or even heal the illness, he decided that it had to be supernatural. Pretty much right after that, three women were accused and arrested. Sarah Good. Who were they, what were they accused of? They were, they were accused of witchcraft. By the little girls. By the little girls. No, well, it was... That's what little, I want to know. How did we girls, get to that point? The little girls complained about being pinched or... or mm-hmm. um, you know, afflicted. And I think... And it sounds like the grown-ups kind of stepped in. And I think the town thought they were witches. And the little girl said, 
well, no, it's them. They did it to us. No. I mean, not that I read in any of... I mean, I remember that story when I was a little kid, but I think that history has changed in that way that... Yeah, that was the does. story that I've always yeah. been told, that these girls pointed, like that. and they found it was some sort of sickness that they were using. They, that were, they didn't real. know it was a sickness. They didn't realize they were just sick. No, so no, no, anybody, they did. They called the doctor, and that was... that. The, no, 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 the adults... Yeah, the adults called the doctor. The adults were sick, is what I'm saying. Oh. And they used the symptoms of that sickness, which they didn't realize was a sickness. They just called it the devil. So anybody who had this affliction and gave, had these symptoms, they had already decided these were symptoms of witchcraft. So this Of being afflicted by a witch. Yes. Was, so Anything was, you know, if mm-hmm. anything was out of sorts with a person... It was, you know, yeah, the devil. One of those things you, is you sneeze. God bless you. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, you cough. You know, I mean, well, the any, sneeze, any, the they, sneeze they had... itself comes from. Uh, um, they believed that when you sneezed, it was a devil or a demon tickling your nose. Yes, so that they could steal your soul. Yeah. Right, your soul could was vulnerable for that moment. I right. Mean, so if someone blessed you then the demon would be warded off momentarily so your the soul... The demon would be scared of you. Yes, so, the, so your soul could return back in right. and be safe for that moment. Yeah, I mean, one of the ways that they found, especially in Salem, they used was um, witch's marks. Um, which oh, is yeah. any, any skin, a measle, skin a, anything, mole, a birthmark. Mark. Yeah. And yes. if, if they poked it... I would be in such trouble... Back yeah, in the day, right. yeah, you know, because uh, I got one of uh, the moles on my back. It's like huge, and, and it was like, usually moles on the back, yeah, because they felt the devil, the de- the demons, or the devil was riding on your back. Well, yeah. no, I mean the other the other you. part of it, the test that they had for witches' marks, is that they would poke this thing, and if it didn't hurt and it didn't bleed, you were yeah. a witch. Yeah. So of course they preferred the back. It was a stiletto you blade. Tell, you couldn't tell if they were yeah. actually touching the mark. You couldn't tell when it was going to touch mm-hmm. you, so you couldn't fake. Yes. Um, a response. Yeah, it was a little stiletto blade. The thing is, though, because they had already decided that you were a witch before they even brought you to, oh, they'd yeah. already decided. Well, yeah, it's, they like, it. it's this, like that trial where they bound you and they threw you into water. If, if he, he doesn't float, if he <laughs> if he floats, he's, he's a, a witch. witch. If he which sinks, is stupid because human beings float in water. Yeah. Well, so anyone who was thrown into water who didn't flail around and sink themselves... Well, they couldn't flail around. They were yeah, bound. Well, they were but bound. that's what I'm saying. Even being bound around, you flail around enough, you're going to sink. Yeah. So one way or another, you're going to die. Yeah. Okay? But that stiletto blade, because these witch hunters had already decided you were a witch, they actually had a blade that didn't prick you. Mm-hmm. They would... Take it and stick it on your back. Oh, he didn't feel it. But the thing was, that blade retracted. Oh, no. See, all, that everything was, that I read about so, Salem, it was needles. They used they, needles. So yes, yes. And they used well, dull that was, needles. That was, yeah, that was one of them. That, but, but there was a stiletto blade that well, was developed. Well, I mean, like, like we said, there, was no real, there wasn't really a witch hunter in... Mm-hmm. in I mean, in Salem, in no. Salem, what in I, Salem. I, no. I think I want to go back for a minute. It, you need to know the history of Salem. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking witch hunters okay. in general. This is something that they would do. That they decided you were a witch already, so they would use the retractable blade mm-hmm. to show people, look, I stuck him and he felt nothing. 
Well, he is a witch. I stuck him in the devil's mark, which has no feeling to it. And this person would think that they were stabbed and they didn't feel it. And well, wait, what? 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 And it now would you're bleed. Thinking, like, it would, wait a minute. Am I? Yeah. A witch? Uh, the movie Mark of the Devil is actually very accurate to what happened back then. Right. Uh, it was that was European trials that it was that it was about. Uh, but, it, but the movie itself was written based on diaries of I think two or three of the women who were accused, and that's where they wrote the they wrote the script on that. And so that is extremely accurate to what actually happened right back then so if you want to see if you really want to see a factual account of what these witch trials were like see the movie mark of the devil it captures that like helplessness it captures that like you are fucked yeah like if anybody says the word witch you i mean you're screwed because they're either going to hold you indefinitely until you fucking confess or you're going to confess Turn other people in, and they're going to hold you indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be found to be a witch, and you're going to be fucking killed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, witch hunters were con artists, and they yes. wanted, they were looking yeah. for a payday. Yeah, and they had tools to help them get paid. Mm-hmm. You have a witch problem. You see, if you ha- pay me enough, yep, pay me my bag of silver, I'll get it rid of them. Yeah. Well, how? Collect firewood. We'll burn it. Yep. I mean, I, I think that's why Europe, it, it, it was so much more drastic and it lasted so much longer because it was like an individual basis. You had a witch hunter who was yes. feeding, yes. The, feeding, feeding yes. the fire. Yeah. Here it was literal hysteria. You know, the people took it upon themselves to decide who was and wasn't a witch. What, what are the it big, was mob rule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was one of the big things in Salem in that like just before all of, all of these trials started, um, Salem used to be one large village Mm -hmm. and after a number of of disagreements over property lines and grazing rights and um all this other things the two sides of the town split Mm -hmm. one became salem town one became salem village yeah um and and now it's like danvers or something like that danvers and i think in salem yeah. yeah and um once this split happened essentially then i believe it was salem town was the new, yeah. was the new section. Yeah. Um, they needed a way, they needed government. They needed a way to, to settle their own disputes and to have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the minister handled all of these things. Yeah. Now, they had a hard time finding a minister that wanted to be involved in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, they brought on Samuel Paris. Yeah. And he wasn't very popular. <laughs> and <laughs> he caused a lot more problems then fix them. He just didn't seem to be right for yeah. the role, right for the town. Um, he, he was power hungry and he liked the power he had over people. So he spent a lot, he spent more of his focus and his energy on finding these good standing members and finding some small indiscretion that they yeah. did. And then literally publicly putting them through penance, which is, which you actually see that in Mark of the Devil. One of the women who is accused um, was uh, essentially hit on by the witch hunter. Mm-hmm. She, he showed up in town and he saw this, the beautiful woman and he came on to her. And she rejected him because she was dating. She was, she was in love with Udo Kier because who's not in love with Udo Kier? Um, <laughs> really. Hello. Uh, so she was she was in love she was in love with Udo Kier who had actually been recruited by the witch hunter. When the witch hunter came into town, he was uh, I believe Udo Kier was working for the church at the time, so he was one of the people recruited to be 
part of one of the, you know? So when she rejected him, mm-hmm. he forced himself on her and she slapped him. He walked out of the room and claimed that she just confessed to me of her witchcraft and they arrested her immediately. And when Udo Kier realized that this is bullshit, they accused him as well. They said, well, this is, you have a witch working for the church now. This is how high it goes. Look, oh, we have now, to... Now they're invading to, the church. Yes, yeah. we have to purge this and everyone is at, everyone can be, you know... Um, and that's one of the one of the three tales they tell in the movie. Now the movie's not it's not really an anthology like that. It's just they tell three yeah, stories. Dis- distinct stories. The, the, yeah. Three case studies almost. Yes. Like these characters yeah. and different And they get stories. very detailed into the uh the torture methods and they show a lot of the crazy shit that they did. Whole the movie was extremely violent at the time. Like people people got sick watching this because it was so so realistic graphic yeah so graphic at the time you know now even now some of the scenes are very oh, very mean, like disturbing it, like, yeah, you, know, you know as a woman it really like you know, i'm like i'm putting myself in the position of these women who had no power no yeah. say no nothing who were even like who are so much worse off than we are now mm-hmm. and like there was no i one, mean once the word came out there's no going back one of the were. criteria was large breasts yeah it you got big tits you're a witch Mm -hmm. because you use them to seduce people yeah so you're the demon the demon you were i can see that though that was the big thing about europe is that is that (laughs) the witches were seen as recruiters it's true those big big, those big titty women they are seductresses yeah they they get me every time listen i can't i can't turn down a good pair of tits can't do it i can't either I have a good pair of tits. Yeah, so I would be fucked. I think that's why this like disturbs me so that's much. That's what it is. She'd be a witch. <laughs> She's witch. got you've you've got that, big you've got red hair. red hair. Red hair. The red hair too the was zombie boots. the zombie boots. That would that and, was who uh, would get me in trouble. Yeah, the skulls on your knees. Yeah, the witches uh, marks. <laughs> yeah, the tattoos and witches. The marks tattoos are just. <laughs> I'm Irish, so I I grow beauty marks like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, so suddenly there's beauty a beauty mark that didn't exist before. She's a witch. I'm a witch. That's the devil touched her. The yeah. devil touched her. Yeah. So, um, moving forward in time. Or back to Salem. You want to go back to, okay. Um, so the big thing with Salem, like I said, it was, was, you know, we have this small village now that's on its own. It's split from the larger section of the town. It's in the marshy yeah. side of, of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a man who can't really handle his flock, his congregation. Um, so, not far away in Boston... There was another case uh, of Anne Goody Glover uh-huh. that was well documented by the minister in charge of Boston's nor- North Church. And he actually went and made pamphlets and flyers um, documenting this one particular case and how he dealt with it. Now, as a minister, Samuel Paris would have been interested in this and would have followed the pamphlets and would have done all of this. Now, just like we kind of bringing it back to Jesus, his daughter Betty Paris and her cousin Abigail were living in his home during this time when he, the pamphlets were available when he was discussing this. They had a lot of access to the information. They had a lot of, you know, they were absorbing everything that was being said about witchcraft. Yeah. And they were the main source that started off all these trials. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the people that they accused was their servant, Tituba. Tituba? Tituba. Okay. She, when she was arrested... Was she was a very smart woman in that she realized that if she kept naming people, she was going to be kept alive. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, she was tortured 
pretty heavily in the beginning. Yeah. But she, a lot of the, the sources came from her. And you can almost say that the, the people who saw her, she survived, mm-hmm. you know, through the whole thing. She made it. She made it from beginning to end, which is, you know, surprising. So it's almost like the women who saw that she was surviving almost took the same route yeah, said, and just well, started let's turning start, on people. Let's start naming other people and they won't kill me. As long as I keep giving them new names, yeah. well, I'm, I'm a useful asset. You're, she's an informant. Yeah. She's yeah. an informant. Well, it's okay that, you, that you're working with, in league with the devil, but as long as you keep telling us who else is in it, then we'll keep you around because you're useful. Hmm? Okay. Yeah. And that's part of that, that theory that, you know, the theory, the truth is torture does not work. They'll tell you anything they want, tell you anything they want to, uh, 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 to yeah. get you to stop. I it, what even even uh, I mean, we do this now. We torture terrorists and we torture and... and, and uh, uh, Dick Cheney even said torture does not work. Mm. It doesn't work. It does nothing. All it does is it, it gives stop you him an, from doing it. Though. No, no. Well, ever <laughs> since, but in recent time, he has said it doesn't work. Trump still says yes, it does work. It's proven to work, and the government has never, even though Cheney outright said torture does not work. We've been doing it for a long time, and it doesn't work. It gets us nowhere. Trump swears it does, so that just shows you know where 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 his head is at. So, but uh, uh, I think I think I think that nowadays uh, we we should. I think Trump should be thrown into a river and see if he floats. I agree. Let him throw him into the. Let's 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 if do he, that. If he floats, then you know what he's in league with the devil, and we got to get rid of him. But if he sinks, then he's good for president. No, I mean. <laughs> If he sinks and drowns, we were wrong about him, and fuck, he could have made a good president. Yeah, I think that's a good criteria. I think that's, I, I'm, I think I'm with that. I, 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 I put my vote for him if a that, man who sinks. I would, I, mean, I would vote for Trump if he sank and drowned. Yeah, yeah. I, I would rather see him go through the pressing test, but that could just be me. The pressing test. The pressing test. What's so pressing about it? Uh, they <laughs> literally put you on a platform and then lay heavy rocks on you. Oh, until you and can oh I know this yes, one. I know this. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I did that in my backyard wrestling days. They put a couch on top of me and then one after another just jumped onto the couch. I, I had three or four people on that couch before I tapped out. So I've been there, done that. It wasn't pleasant. And it's crazy. I would in imagine Salem, not. No. In Salem, the, the witches in Salem were not actually burned. Uh-huh. They were hung. Yes. Um, except for one, mm-hmm. a gentleman named Giles Corey, yeah, an eighty-year-old man, yeah. was put through the pressing test, and he refused to confess until he was actually crushed. To death. So he just died. Yeah. He was crushed. He one was... one was crushed to death. The others were hung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was eighty. Eighty. How yeah. many rocks did it I, take? I, I couldn't have taken that many, honestly. Probably not, but honestly. Yeah. 80 back in the day. I don't know. What's Stallone? He's what Stallone is like 75 right now, right? You could probably. Yeah, but he, he's today. <laughs> he's physically fit. By well, I mean, these guys were farmers. They were probably some buff gentlemen, too. I mean, they worked with their hands till the day they died. The fact no, that and most people fact, that survived. Look, in the 1600s, let's put it this way. Old. Yeah, well, 80, that's what I'm saying. In the 1600s. But they didn't have penicillin. This they guy, didn't have antibiotics. Well, that's what I'm saying. This guy in, lived to 80. In the 1600s, somebody who lived to 80 years old, this motherfucker had to be tough. Yeah. He was a strong son of a bitch. I suppose so, but 
for some reason, I keep picturing <laughs> a little weak guy with a cane. Yeah, that only exists now. It wasn't yeah. weak guys with canes back then. Men become soft now. Yeah, yeah. Back then, you, you were still harder. 80 years old. You were still getting out there and farming. Yeah, you had to. You had you to work. Starved. Nobody was going to take your, your mouth as a burden. No, to hell with that. Especially yeah. in America this early on. I mean, this is like you, you work or you starve. Oh, you died, yeah. There wasn't an old man sitting in a house somewhere waiting to die. That fucking guy got up and moved. So, let's... All right, so moving forward <laughs> in moving time. Forward. Move, moving bitch, forward. Get out the way. <laughs> uh... Uh, there were various various smaller trials and things over the over time uh scattered throughout the colonies. Nothing insanely um noteworthy. Mm-mm. I think Salem was the last big one in yeah, America. In America. Um, yeah. In the early 1900s, well, excuse I mean, me. there was some in the Ozones. So I said there was there was the Ozone Ozark. Ozark Mountains, yeah, that's okay. what I meant. Um yeah, there's a, there was a couple here and there. Sure, the Ozone Mountains. Why not? There was a couple here and there over time. When you say witches in America, you you go right to Salem. Salem. Yes, yeah. yes, because it was it was horrific. huge. Uh, in the early eight, in the late 1800s, a new invention arrived: um, the moving picture. Oh, okay. The moving picture arrived in the late 1800s. And in the early 1900s, uh, 1920s, I believe it was, a film was made called Haxen, Witchcraft Through the Ages. All right. In this film, it's about two hours long. You can find it. It's on YouTube. It's in public domain, so you're not stealing shit. Uh, So go watch it. Uh, it It was a silent film told, I believe, three stories, three or four stories of witches women giving making pacts with the devil this started a semi-new witch hunt craze in the early 1900s a lot of our stigmas of what makes a witch comes from this movie the pointed hat was something that was royalty Royalty wore the pointed hats. Correct. And it became, in fact, since everybody was farmers, it became fashionable to wear a pointed hat, and you felt rich. So commoners started wearing them. They wore cheaper versions of them over time. All right? Um, the broom was something that that everybody used. It was part of their rich, part of the pagan festivals. And Swept every day. They had a frigging broom. Yeah. Well, okay? it was part of a cleansing. A broom yes. was part of a cleansing. Yeah. yeah. And it became believed that witches would hide their wands inside their brooms during... Oh, in the... Um... Actually, because the broom wasn't a stick with uh, stuff on the end like it is now. It was a bunch of sticks tied together. To make, you know, with branches on the end, right, and that's how they right. made a broom back then. So they believed that they would hide their sticks, their wands, inside yeah. the, the broom. broom. handle. Yeah, because yeah, it just looked like another stick. Yeah. Um, and uh, they believed that they enchanted them and they made them, they made their uh, brooms fly. That that's how they... Uh, yeah, you know. the, they flew it around like in the Wizard of Oz. Yes. This came from Haxen. All of these things were done in the movie. And this is where people got their beliefs. Uh, this is where, where it went from folklore to just like stories that people told to fact. And now people are seeing it 
in a movie. They're seeing some woman in a pointy hat. Fly. Yes, and people didn't truly understand what these mo- what that movies were movies. You know, they saw this almost as news. This is fact. I mean, this is probably also during that experimental time in film where literally it was like, what can I do Mm -hmm. to this film? I mean, they were really experimenting with the possibilities. I mean, Malise was probably, Mm -hmm. I think he was active at this time, right? Malise, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, his big thing, I mean, he literally made himself disappear in front of somebody's eyes by overlaying the film. That's one of those things that brought the physical image of the devil to popular culture. And then in Haxon, they brought it even farther. And then came The Wizard of Oz, hmm. where we got the, the most popular image of the green-skinned witch with the pointed hat the flying black, on yeah, the broom. Flying on the broom. nose flying yeah. on the broom. Yeah. Basically, our modern view of what a witch was in, back in time, back, in, in, back then, comes from Two movies. Yeah. Film. Movies did it. Yes. Yeah, silent film. A silent film, mm-hmm. um, which I'll look it up later, uh, you know, um, just to see the imagery. Haxon, yeah. It's, it, you've seen images. I guarantee you've yeah. seen it. I, I, I'm curious to see. Yeah, just if, you know. anybody, even if you're not going to watch the whole thing, because I think it's about two hours long. Uh, and two hours for a wow. silent film is... Is a long time. Yes, yeah, that yes. That's, yeah. that's, yes. Yeah. It takes quite a bit. Because, yeah. But it's, it's excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, and then The Wizard of Oz. Just Google search images. Go to Google Images and just search Haxon. And you'll find pictures of the devil. You'll find the pictures of the witches and everything. And when you watch this movie, you will see this is where all of our popular witchcraft comes from. Before we go, there is one final bit that I want to talk that we wanted to talk about is the modern. We mentioned yes. earlier that there is a modern witch hunt going on right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. And this is not allegorical or metaphorical. This is mm, literal. No, and it's not witches in the park, you know. No. Selling pastries. No. Um, Tell us. <laughs> well, I got two, but the, the big one, it's children. Okay. Children in Tanzania. Tanzania. Um, they're having a huge problem. Um, between the years of 20, 2005 yeah. to 2011... Uh, more than 3,000 people were killed by lynch mobs. Yes, you heard me correct. Between 3, 2005 and 2011, 3,000 people have, have been, been killed, accused of witchcraft. Accused of witchcraft and killed by lynch mobs. It, was, it is legal, or is, was legal, to kill people. Well, not here, but... Well, in... Tanzania. That's in Tanzania. No, it's not legal. Oh, it's not legal. No. Um, in October 2014, police charged 23 people with murder after seven people were burned alive under the suspicion of witchcraft. Five of these people were over 60 years old. Two of them were over 40. What about the 3,000? 3,000. Lynch mobs. They literally are just like the olden days. Something goes wrong. They're, it's a lot more voodoo mm-hmm. based. It's a lot more of suspicion of voodoo than witchcraft. Um, but essentially, it's the same thing. Um, literally, they go into these homes. They go into these villages. They beat them. They attack them with machetes. And then they burn their houses to the ground. Wow. Literally, it's a lynch mob. Yeah. It's a mob. I mean, with pinch, pitchforks and torches and machetes. It's a, a mob. And then um, the other cases. 
The other cases are children, which I think is just really well. Terrible. Well, wait a minute. Are we talking this uh, the one in out in Africa? Is it no. Africa? The children are in London. No, okay, no. They're, wow, I didn't know the London, but in Africa, mm-hmm. I believe it's Africa or uh, one of the African country. Well, one of the countries in Africa. Um, it is legal to hunt and kill people if they are believed to be a witch. Well, there's a lot of things legal in it Africa, no, which no, will but, make your stomach our, turn. Yes, but the but the fact is that um, it's government sanctioned. Yeah, they are allowed. A lot of a lot of these like African them. countries yes. that are now getting independence, just like in Salem, when things go wrong. Yep, they're That's, blaming witches. Yeah. This is still happening it's now still in happening. parts of the world. This yeah. is not this is not history anymore. This is present time. People yeah. are killed. Yeah. The police force is the one fighting it. Yeah. Who's changing the laws. But the government was just fine with it. Was just fine with it? Okay. The I government mean, maybe that's the fine. case in Tanzania. Yes. Yeah, I believe that's it. It's Tanzania. Yeah. Because uh, I know it's thousands of people have thousands. been have been killed over I the mean, last 10 years. Yeah. 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 2005. Yeah, 10 yeah. years. Human rights groups are actually down yes. there. And they're police. they're putting when they police. talk about mass genocide, this yes. is what they're talking yeah. about. Yes. These are yeah. literal witch trials, yeah. and the police are backing up the human rights groups. Yeah. But the government is on the other side. See, I, I didn't read anything about that. Yeah. but yeah, you're probably because they're right. not changing the laws. Yeah. Well, yeah, the police force is changing the laws. Yeah, they're I mean, fighting it. There's human rights groups that estimate about 500 suspected witches mm-hmm. are killed annually. Yeah. That's 500 people a yeah. year. That goes into two, yeah. to, to the 3,000 estimate. This is now. now. Current. Yeah. How is this possible? And that's why I say the police force is bringing them up on charges of murder. murder. Not what, yeah. The, exactly. That's how they're doing it. Yeah. They're actually charging people with murder because the government is still saying, well, if they're witches, then they need to die. <laughs> and the police have to fight and say, well, they're not witches. Yeah. This is just a bunch of people killing other people. You can't, you people. can't keep they're not witches. killing people. You're killing old yeah. people. Yes, exactly. They're You're killing helpless old people. And that's exactly people. what they're doing. They're killing helpless old old people because just because they're a burden on the town. 40 and up, it really is, it really does seem it's mm-hmm. anyone over 40 years old. And then the the children. The the children are the are the next part. So just think of that before we get to the children. Yeah. Just think of that. The millennials are killing them. Saying, "Well, nope, you're too old." You're too old and you're too The young. millennials in other countries are literally killing the older generation. <laughs> and killing the younger generation. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're going through the younger generation. Anybody who doesn't follow their life, their plan, they're literally, it's genocide. Sounds like the Muslims are doing yeah, it's, so it's it does, exactly what it the does. Muslims are doing. So it's not an isolated incident. This is something to do with this current new generation of people in the third world in, the third world in general. It's like that book I read, The Boom Generation. Yeah. Yeah, literally the boom generation, they, they, the this millennials, the 20 to 30 somethings took into government. They went, they put them, they got themselves elected. They got into government and they changed all the law and they made it legal to kill anyone over 50 or 60. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about the children in London. Yeah. Um, again, it seems like these are immigrants from Africa. In the past decade, more than 80 children have suffered abuse after being branded as witches. Um, receiving barbaric treatment and often bizarre exorcisms. Mm. So in a, the past, it's like eight children a year. It doesn't sound like it's big, but oh, the exorcisms, gotcha. It's part exorcisms. Of, it's yes. part. It's just torture. I I've mean, heard of this that they're disguising them as exorcisms, but they're really just torturing yeah. them. Yeah, but it does yeah. seem uh, the, the one particular case that really caught my eye and and really disturbed me, honestly. 
Um, it, it seems like they were immigrants from Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are moving. I guess now, according north. to the news, north north into Paris, especially. Yeah. Um, Paris is fucked up now. Man. Yeah. There's a lot of people, a lot of different groups fighting and killing each other over there. Yeah. In really? France. Well, the, the, we had that. We had the riots. First off, we had the riots in Paris recently. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're fighting the government. They're fighting religion. There's a lot of different infighting going on over there I mean it's it, of course the media is sensationalizing the shit out of a lot of it too but it's still happening there are big pro- big protests big riots over the, not like right at this but over the last again over the last 10 years or so yeah. there's been a lot of I mean, social there was, there was, unrest there was that thing with the Muslims uh, mm-hmm. the cartoon of Muhammad yep um there's been a lot of, of civil rights uh, riots yep. and everything. Um, a lot of protests and bombings in Paris. You know what, too? A lot of these countries are coming out of religious rule. Like, did you know up until the mid-90s, it was illegal in Spain to make a horror movie? Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. Isn't... In the, mid, oh, in the early to uh, mid-90s. No, the, uh, he's an Italian director. Um, but really. Well, I mean, even... There was... Even... Have you been seeing lately horror movies all these big Spanish language horror movies yeah. you know um, Martyrs uh, I believe in, uh, in, no no French French and Spanish excuse French me and Spanish. French and Spanish horror movies Martyrs and, and uh, uh, one inside. of the first Inside uh, isn't Guillermo del Toro um, Guillermo del Toro is but he's uh, oh he's, uh, yeah. he's American yeah you okay. know I mean yes he's Spanish but he's American but his first one of it, he did Kronos in '96 yeah. or so, but he did that America. That was Ron Perlman and some, you know. Who did Devil? Did Devil's, Devil's Backbone, Backbone which was is Guillermo Spanish. del Toro, which, which is, is a Spanish. That's why it was. That's the yeah. first thing I. But this is of. why I say this is that the the early mid '90s or so, the uh, whoever was in power was religious, mm-hmm. was religious, and he held a religious rule, and when he was taken out of, it became democratic. And a lot of his laws were overturned. One of his laws, horror movies are banned. One of the first horror movies made in Spain after that was uh, Tesis. Okay. Which is about uh, a college student um, who finds a snuff film in the library of the college, in, in, the, in the college library, hidden in there. Yeah. That there's some underground snuff ring. Right. Uh, amongst the, uh, uh, the the one of the teachers or someone in in the school, this is one of the first horror movies made in Spain after, and it's an excellent movie. But this and is why you're go, getting... go figure they they do an extreme horror film. Yeah, see, but that's exactly it. Just like once the once um uh uh uh, uh, uh once democracy came to the Middle East. There was a huge boom of death and black metal bands that showed up, and hip hop, and all of it. The extreme, extreme. because they they had so many years. Yes, they were so so many many years years of being oppression. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you turn eighteen. They went and suddenly like want to try everything that you weren't allowed to do in the first place. Exactly, and that's why we have this huge boom of French and Spanish horror movies that are excellent because it's years and years of artistic uh, oppression. That have been that so hold these people, been, you know, and they're letting it out yeah. all at once, which is proof the best horror movies always come from political unrest. Yeah. In the seventies, yeah. huge. It was riots, protests. There were people people being killed in the fifties too. In the sixties, you had so many horror movies coming out that were all part. That were all just reactions. To literal people being killed in the streets by black people being killed in the streets. 
by dogs, being mauled by dogs, by the police. The police were sicking dogs on people. And in the 60s and 70s, you had all of these, at the time, radical horror movies that were really fucking with people. That really, and, and that Night of the Living Dead was Where's one of the... Where's Serbian film come from? Serbia. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. <laughs> Really? Yes. Really? Did you, yes. did you, and, did you and, just and do that? And the director of that... <laughs> I thought it was like, just called a Serbian no, film. Serbia. I didn't think it was like made and it's, in Serbia. And the director claims that, that the whole thing is a <clears throat> metaphor for how the Serbian government treats its people. Yeah, that's what I was just going to yes. say before. People, others, others say, no, it's bullshit. You just wanted to make a fucked yeah, up movie because it was gorgeously movie. shot. Regardless of... It was. It's beautiful. The movie looks right. beautiful. It really is. I mean, the cinematography and the everything is fucking amazing. Right. But it's easily one of the most extreme films made of like ever. It really is. <laughs> well, I mean, but I think it's also like these. These are the countries, Africa and the Middle East, and you know, these, these are the places that have been in the dark times who mm-hmm. have faced horrors that, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, a bomb goes off in Chelsea, and it's like half our country loses their fucking minds. I mean, because, New Yorkers are like, "I'm just going to go down to the bar." Well, you know what street. it is. You know what it but is too, though, because America is we've because been so we're safe for so long. We're yeah, so separated. because it's all over there. It's yeah, happened it, over there. It's, yeah. And I now mean, they've figured out how to get over here. Yeah, when Pearl Harbor happened, wait, what? Are you kidding? They came here <laughs> like it was the first time it had come here. Yeah. And then nine, and then nothing. Nine eleven. It didn't happen again until nine eleven, which is why it was such because it it doesn't happen. We've never, here. We've yeah. never been in a war zone before. Yeah, I mean, normal because the wars start over there. There, I watch yeah. it on my TV. I don't. Yeah. I don't. See we, it now we've got the internet. As and fucked we, up we're, as our country can be, and as fucked up as you think it is, we're quite civil. Hmm. We're quite civil to each other. We don't start. Wars amongst ourselves. We start with one another. Yes, and we end it with, with one with, another. Yeah, uh, but we, do, we don't also kill each other. Like we don't. I mean, even the civil rights and you know back then that we, can be we argued. Didn't have that. We, yeah, yeah, that but can we, be argued. We, but, we don't. Um, I mean, not as like a mass. Yeah, it's usually some yeah, small rogue group. Rogue group that does that it fights yeah, or mean, kills look, some I mean, rogue look, look group. At, look at all yeah. these protests. They light things on fire. They break into stores. But, and maybe one person gets shot out of all of these these yeah. protests. A couple days later, had. it's over. It's over. I mean, we it's, don't we don't we don't go into like you know we're not purging. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't become we're exact, property damage. But all of a sudden, everybody gets online and the, they, they the ma- what it is is what you're saying is that the um, the general populace doesn't take the side mm-hmm. of the rioters. Mm-hmm. As fucked up as we are, at some point, the general populace says no. This is not how you do things. This is a civilized society. Those people rioting and destroying and burning shit to the ground, they're the fringe. And they staying the fringe. As as a general as as the the, the general populace stays civil and says we are not getting involved in that. Right. In other in other countries, we're all kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. In other countries, it it goes the opposite way. Once we somebody gets killed. In America, yeah, we pull together and like, wait a minute, let's have a moment of silence and reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people turn it into a riot. Yeah, some people turn it into a riot. Most no, that's what I'm saying. When the riots turn it into turn a peaceful in, when riot. the riots turn into something like yeah, you know, when someone when, when people finally start getting killed, we, we all right, no, we're this, like, we got to stop, stop this. We hit we hit the button and yeah. we're like, we have that level of sense still in our American. We don't society. have enough sense to change gun laws. 
no. but um, you know, yeah, we let we let them get. I mean, we say all this, and then you know, there are you know the mass shootings that are not part of yeah. what we're kind of talking. The about. day after every mass method. shooting, there's um, another there's riot. A, the, yeah. Well, protests, whatever. There's the um, NRA. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Do, doing one of their rallies. Yeah. You know, the don't rallies. let them take our rights. And yeah, but the fact is, we still have not gotten to that point where we have hundreds of people walking the streets looking for people to blame look at, look and at, literally pulling people out of their homes and killing them in the street right. blaming them right we, yeah. we don't we, we, we don't get to that part say we don't go to that we don't go we that don't far. get to that extreme no, no. we and, haven't we haven't done that you know what the, since we the civil were rights hunting, yeah, when, we yeah. Were burning, when we were burning crosses like that's really but even the, them those were fringe groups that was the clan yeah, it, was, it was a fringe group you're right we, we haven't done it openly since the witch hunters right yeah. Yeah, the police did and it. Even still, like our some, our biggest witch hunt you know? was twenty people. Most of the people they they most of the people got uh, you know waited a year. Yeah, and literally they got by the time they got to court, they were just pardoned or they were found innocent, yeah. and they were just kind of like let go. Yeah, because we got over it. Yeah, we realized this was hysteria, and we moved past it. And I, I think that this country is very good at that, at yeah. forgetting it. And you know what? It happened. It's over with. Let's just move on. There's forgetting it. And, and that's there's what, forgetting the whole thing that it happened. Yeah. We have some a tendency to forget things. Yeah. And, you know. But I also I mean, think that's what keeps had... us from literally killing each other and tearing yeah. it. Because we just have this life moves on. We got to move on. Forget it. Yeah, just, keep going. Look, that happened. We can't, we can't fix it. We can't change it. So let's just try to keep it from happening again. And I think that's tends to be the American mindset. Well, that's yeah. the American other, way. Yeah. I gotta go to work on Monday. You know? Yeah, it's I don't like, know if I completely kind of agree with it, but um, yeah. that is the, the American way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? We kind of bury our heads in the sand a little bit, swallow whatever we gotta swallow. Yeah, and, we just, we kind of ignore the next thing goes Until wrong. Until the next thing goes wrong. I mean, yeah. the gun Which thing, I think is Which is the problem, that it continues to happen in multiple incidents because we just move on. These days, it's happening more and more often. I don't know if it's happening more and more often. I think they're being talked about more and more often. They're being publicized now it's because... It's being publicized more often, and it seems that there's everybody that has access to an internet... cameras. ...and is crazy... Yeah. ...seems to be making pipe bombs. Yeah. And then you yeah. have people well, going well, on... You see, here's the thing. I you're talking about... And, really and you're talking about bombs. those bombs that are in that, that, that we found last week in, in the city and those little things, right? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The NYPD... Has said they found they find regularly about fifty of those every year. This is nothing new. No, it's not. It just one of them happened to go off. Two of them, two of them happened to go off. But this is nothing new. Well, they set right. off one of them. Well, whatever. Yeah, what the well, that, the only way to dis- yeah. def- defuse a pipe bomb is to set it off. Yeah. yeah, these shrapnel bombs. They find about fifty of them a year, usually in the trains. That's terrifying. Usually in the subways. I so do yeah. not need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, but that's what they said. They were like, well, this is a problem. That we're, and, the police, and the NYPD said, no, no. We got this no. normally. We do this all the time. Yeah. They, we find approximately 50 every year of this. This one just happened online. to go off on its own. In how many years? And it happened to be a Muslim. It, it fit, fit the, the public's profile. idea of, what, of who's doing but this. But yeah. the, the person that I saw who made the comment... He, he was radicalized. No, that's not what that means. No. It, it's, that's not at all what yeah. that means. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, 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 who were the terrorists? Postal workers. Yeah. What happened to that? 
postal workers still go into fucking work and they lose their minds and they still get upset. They may not shoot people up like they like they did at one point. No, uh, that's, well, that how was many th- times did that happen? How many that, times did that really happen? Uh, well, we, but when you talk about it now, it sounds like it was something that was happening on a regular basis. Well, I mean, that, no, also, shootings in schools, again. It's crazy. Something that's always happened. It's something, something that's always that's happened. Always when happened. finally yeah. caught one on camera, that's when it became... The Columbine thing was huge. When we caught one on camera, and then when it was literally some dude came in and shot up school-aged children, mm-hmm. like, that's that's big. Those two Columbine kids, they, they went to an extreme with it. They were yeah. blowing shit up. Like, they were talking about a couple of 17-year-old kids who made bombs but again, it was, and planned it. Was, it. They, they were great for the And time. the thing is... And the, the trench coat mafia, the See, that's the thing. Kids, that's, what the I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. What made that different is that these kids had the internet. Yeah. That's what it was. Columbine had the internet officially. Yeah. This yeah. was this was uh, 1998. Officially, the internet was something that children, that kids used. So you were able to go mm-hmm. and find a website that this kid made of what he wanted to do and all the people he hated. Right. He had a little MySpace right. page with all this hate and shit. Yeah. So you could finally show everyone what it was it wasn't just some rogue kid and we don't know why he did it or how he did it he had it online he wrote it on his myspace page why he did it and you could and you could create this and show the world that this kid's been losing his mind over years and there's a ton of other kids out there who are just like him and have MySpace pages that look just like it and they listen to Marilyn Manson and they wear black clothes and they think that it gives them power you know, I mean, but it was that was our generation. It was like it was, we were coming to this like that was a select group of our generation. But it wasn't no, our but generation. Like, but you know what? When we got us, the internet, when I got the internet, I I had you know cartoon porn and the anarchist cookbook, and I had it all in like little secret floppy drives that I carried around in my yes. Backpack. That's what I'm trying to say. The internet made it yeah something you could point at. But like I was, you like, could make it obvious. Before that, it was punk kids in the eighties. Yeah, it was punk kids, in the, but it was but it was like it's, when you hit eight, when you hit that. Age, you want to rebel. You want to find the things that you're not supposed to have. Yes. You know, but now it's like now we have not only an ability to find the things that we shouldn't have. Now we actually have a platform as well to get onto our soapbox. And before it was just us and our friends and talking big shit in front of our friends. Now you have the entire world you can talk big in front of. From which which is mm-hmm. to basically what it's evolved down to because I'm evolution for this one is down yeah. because. Riches were originally um, worships of the, the worshippers of nature. Okay, they mm-hmm. were outdoors. They um, yeah, but they weren't even witches. That was just people. Yeah, those they people. were just people. People believed that's, in that's Christians magic. and the Puritans arrived. Those were just people. Yeah, everyone was like when, that. That's yeah, what when they tried no, no, to no, put no. Everyone, absolutely yeah. pagans. Yeah, they were just, and they wasn't even pagans. Right. They're just what they were. This we were is how everyone pagans. lived. Everyone and we all lived, lived that off way. of what we could grow and what we could kill. Yeah, we were all freaking pagans. Vikings, you know, uh, uh, sailed around pillaging and plundering and whatnot. They they would come across the people who were growing and killing to survive yeah, because they couldn't grow. They could, you know, in their area. Yeah. yeah. So they stole, and you know, 
They did a little raping and pillaging. Uh, yeah, uh, every, you know, everybody was raping back then. It's just, they yeah. were. They were. It was but a thing to it do. It was a thing to do. The did, evolution oh, of rape. Pagans. Oh, my well, after I mean, that, that's a, that's essentially. I mean, women weren't contribute. You know, they were not like. You know, now we're a little bit more equal because we contribute the same way that you do. We have jobs and we hold them down and we have money and, you know. But before it was kind of like you know, a woman was something you had to feed and and and, and make sure she survived, you know. And so uh, she could bear your yeah, children. And no, like, not was, really, because like you said, the Vikings went away. People well, like the Vikings yeah. went away well, and the women stayed home and they group. raised the families. Yeah. That's we were like lions. Yeah, yeah. that's a particular we were group like, that was But but that different. was true for everyone though. No, women took care of the women were just as important. The men went out and they well, made I, I, yes, I the agree. The men were the, the farmers. Were just as important. But, but but they but, weren't seen as just no, as important. It was religion seen. that changed that. That's what I'm religion. Religion changed, changed that. That's yeah. what, yes. Yes. Religion made you either, inferior. Yes. Yeah. Viking women oh, kept yeah. ha- house or they could have been warriors. Because because religion came and took our powerful women, which were the, our midwives and our healers, and you yep. know, and they called them witches. Yes. And not know? even just, it wasn't just a in general. It was part yeah. of it was in the Bibles. Yeah. Yeah. In their Bibles, in all of this. Religion made women inferior. Yeah. Period. That's that's yeah. just what they believed. Yeah, like because I, like the I said religion the was the created po- by they, men. They took a, a religion yeah. and a belief of, uh, of two equal gods and goddesses mm-hmm. and, and took the power of the of the goddess of giving life. Yeah. And and just they didn't call it religion either. No. It was just life. It was just life. That that's was how you, you lived, and Listen, you believed it, and that's what yeah. made everybody happy. As far as I'm concerned... You're going to war? Here's a war god. You're, yeah. you're going to grow some shit? Here's some growing shit yeah. god. Yeah. Hell, in, in the native tribes, yeah. the women did the hunting. Yeah. Women hunted in the mm-hmm. native in the Native American tribes and Native uh, Native South American yeah, tribes. Um, women did the hunting. Yeah, they uh, men men fought wars if they even had wars. Yeah, it really men, was. Men ran. Yeah, it's like, true. It's yeah, true. Men ran things, but the women more kept you alive. To me, the more civil civilized, quote unquote, and and religious we became, it was like the less powerful the women had yeah. to be. They had to be vulnerable. They had to be perfection. They had to be you know uh, good and decent. And and I think that's you know civilized society religion organized religion, religion particularly yeah. Christianity just de evolved mm-hmm. the masses yeah yeah particularly women mm-hmm. okay that's just fact yeah okay um, otherwise before that women plowed fields they went to war mm-hmm. they used they shields and hands. swords and they were a archers hand was a hand yeah. you know that's it. Yeah. They could sail boats just as good as a man. Yeah. You watch Vikings? Yeah. No. No. Oh, it, it, it's, I know a, it's I a great show. I know. But I don't have time. There's a blonde on that show. I can't think of her name uh, because it is just escapes me. She's fucking hot and yeah. she uses a sword and <laughs> she sails a boat and she plunders and pillages along with the best of it. But it's it's all relevant. Witches were okay. They were not bad. They were not evil. No. If anything, Christianity was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really what sums up who was evil. The Christians. The Christians. Yeah. Being raised kind of the way I was. I mean, my dad, my my mom wanted me raised in the church because that's what you did. And you got baptized and you got confirmed so you could get married in the church. or You had the option to, you know, and, and as a little girl, you know, my father would tell me and my sister, you know, this is what your mother wants. This is what your mother wants you to do. We want you to have the option of getting married in a church if that's what you decide. But 
before you start paying too much attention to what they're saying to you, you need to really hold it in the front of your mind that as a woman, they think that you cannot talk to, talk to, to God. You're as a inferior. woman, you are as inferior. A woman, you're inferior. You are yeah. not allowed to be a priest. You are not allowed to talk. You can be a bride of Christ, but you cannot be a priest. You, you cannot talk to God. You cannot be a leader in this, in this world. And that's why Sinead O'Connor is awesome. <laughs> yep. That's why yeah. she is awesome. But I think that, like, I, I, I thank my dad every day, or I should, for, for thinking that. Because I think it really reminded us to keep an open mind. Where it's like, listen to the Bible stories. They're good. They tell you how to be a good person. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's I have like, how to be a decent that, person. Uh, yeah. You know, and it tells me how to be a good person, but just because I am a good person yeah. doesn't mean I should reap rewards. No. And just because I think I'm a good person, I shouldn't be like, you know, literally the Bible says don't, you know, don't judge people. I think that's the biggest thing that they they forget. Like it's the biggest thing in their book and they just ignore, ignore, ignore. Because what they do, all they do is judge. You know, like we yeah. judge people as witches. We judge people. You know, if you're gay, you're going to hell. If you're, if you know, you think this, you're going to hell. It's 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 just yeah. nonsense. On that note, uh, I think we're going to wrap up this. Yeah, week. I think we should. I think we've I think we've covered this. We've beat this horse to death. Yeah, we jumped on a couple of different soapboxes. Yeah. I think we're good to go. Yeah. So that's our that's our witchcraft episode. <laughs> that's what we were that, talking that, about. That's where we were talking about. That's where this started. Is that where yeah. we yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone, um, we will see you again. We'll talk to you soon. We will have. Uh, we'll continue this month. We'll have more evil subjects to discuss. Spooky and creepy. Yes. And... So uh, we'll talk to you guys. Oh, good. We're being texted. We'll be back in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. I hope you enjoy your October. Keep it creepy. Watch all the horror movies in, in, that you possibly can. Eat everything Get pumpkin. Get out there. If you're going to watch them, watch Haxon. Watch Mark, Mark of the Devil. Watch Army of Darkness. If you can find, yeah, if you can find Blood on Satan's Claw, there's another excellent movie. Watch that. The Witch was awesome. The Witch was a great folk folk tale. Really, really good. And it really deals with the with the archetype of a witch. We enjoyed the new Blair Witch. Witch. Oh yeah, we loved it. It's really good. It was really good. If you liked the first one, I really think you're going to like this one. I I did enjoy the original. People who didn't like the original might not be too into it, but I liked this a lot. I didn't like the second one. I did enjoy the second one, but But, uh, I think I was really into the viral marketing aspect of it, which is what push the second one into uh, like this is the, the new Blair Witch isn't gonna like rock your world no no like the first one like we had never seen anything like that yeah before. we never saw anything you know, like that before, uh, but, you, but uh, you, if you've seen yeah. the first one you've seen what the I mean I walked out of that movie the original one going was it, was it real yeah yeah. what happened yeah. Wait, that was the point huh? what that was the point so go watch a bunch of horror movies watch some witch movies uh, hell go watch The Witches that awesome kids I movie I love was, the, the Witches The Witches was great man that kid oh Jim Henson the, the changing painting was like the creepiest thing in the world when I was young <laughs> that painting the little girl and in the, the mice. oh my god was so creepy so yeah enjoy watch your Hocus October watch Hocus Pocus while you're at it there you go Hocus Pocus The Craft mm. The Emma, Craft Emma, the hottest witches Emma, ever Emma. put on yeah that, that, that I'll give you the craft was the hottest witches ever put on film. Oh my god! All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you all. We'll lead you out with some with I don't know something I don't without know, you with, with for without you. I'm hunting them. I'm trying to think of one of his tracks specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we're gonna enjoy. All right, have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Night. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Pumpkin everything. Pumpkin everything.